Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, since it is the 10th episode, I will be giving a recap on my journey thus far in podcasting and giving advice for people who want to start a podcast or other future business endeavors. Also, in honor of today being the one year anniversary of my first day of college, I'm going to give a recap of my freshman year as well. As y'all can see, I made it to my 10th episode. I know it seems like a small milestone, but I always encourage everyone to celebrate their small wins. I definitely had many moments where I didn't think I'd get to a 10th episode, but I made it. (laughs) Um, I definitely learned that podcasting is a lot more work than it looks, and it is definitely a lot more than just getting behind a mic and talking. At least it's bigger than that in my case, but I'll get into that a little later in this episode. So as I mentioned, I wanted this to just be a recap episode. So I'll start off with a recap on my podcast journey. So when my uncles first proposed the idea to me, I was very hesitant. Even though I am a broadcast journalism major, I didn't expect to fully like indulge myself into it this quick with a podcast. This idea was proposed probably like last year in 2019, but we didn't actually start discussing like actual details until January of this year. And I remember one of my uncles had texted me and was like, are you available to be a part of one of our episodes on Talk of Brothers? And I was like, yeah like sure and even though i was like kind of freaking out so then he was like okay well we'll call you in a few to record and i was like oh like wait like tonight i was like okay um i don't know why i thought they meant like a later date but it was fine um so i was texting like my roommates and i was telling them i was like i'm about to be on their podcast and i was like drinking water and stuff to prepare my voice and everything And then I got on that night and it went way better than I expected. And then I remember them asking me, what would I want my podcast to be about? And I just spent so much time trying to research what I wanted it to be about because I had like no idea. Um, I was like, maybe since I like dressing up, I can talk about fashion or makeup or something. Then I was like, okay, yeah, no. (laughs) Realistically, I wouldn't really have much to say on that. And then finally something just like registered in my mind and I was like, oh, well, why don't I just talk about my generation? So like we get so much hate. So like, why not just have a podcast surrounding Generation Z? And I knew there was like no way you could run out of topics about, you know, Generation Z. So I had it, I had my idea down packed, and then I realized the heart of my podcast would be about Gen Z, and then also about being a minority in college at a PWI, because that's my current situation. So it's easy basically just documenting my journey, both being a part of Gen Z and being a minority in college. So as I mentioned in a few episodes, I have an internship and the lady who I interned under also became a mentor to me. So she was super excited for me when she found out I was starting a podcast. And she was actually the one that started to make it feel even more real that it was ha- that it was happening because she made me put together a PowerPoint and present to her my podcast idea. And I would actually really recommend doing this if you plan on starting a podcast or some type of business endeavor 
whatever, because as I was putting together the PowerPoint, all these ideas just started flowing in my head. And I was like, wait, like, okay, I actually am seeing the vision of what I'm looking for in this podcast. So I would definitely recommend doing a PowerPoint or something and presenting it to like a friend or family member or someone because it definitely helped me realize what I wanted out of this podcast. And I remember putting that I wanted this podcast to give people an open mind and fresh perspective. And I wanted it to be inclusive and bring new topics to the table and just really be a getaway podcast, which I feel like I've done a pretty good job so far at doing that. Um, the one thing though, um, is that for the different segments on the episodes, they actually had titles and I forgot to call them by their titles. So instead of saying the interesting and important headline segment, I actually had originally planned on calling it the let's discuss segment. And for the inspirational segment, I originally planned on calling it the heart to heart segment, but I completely forgot to refer to them as those names. So starting in this episode and um, the next episodes, like all the episodes afterwards, I will start calling those segments by the proper names that they were originally supposed to have. And so anyways, as I made the PowerPoint and my uncle sent me the logo they created for the show, it started feeling real. I remember freaking out when I seen the logo. I was like, oh my God, like that's my face on there. <laughs> I was just in awe. It was perfect because like, honestly, I had no idea what I wanted my logo to look like. One of my favorite emojis I like to use as my stamp of approval and signature is the lip print emoji, which for those of you that read my captions for my post on social media, I usually put dash Tatiana with the lip print emoji. So I was like, okay, we should do something with lips but then my uncle came through with my whole face with the logo so I was like okay yes that's a lot better than my vision and I remember the one tweak though that we had to make was it had to be rose gold I love rose gold so much because I have always loved the color pink and I always loved gold as like an accent color with pink so it's like the perfect color for me it was low it was like hard to keep the podcast low key because I just wanted to show my logo off so bad, but I knew it was so important to just keep the podcast on the low until it was set in stone. So I told like a few close people in my life and we just kept it between us. And then I remember my uncle kept saying, when do you want to start on your first episode? And I was just like, I need to do this during a time when I'm not in school. So technically the podcast could have launched back in March or so, but I just had so much going on in school that I knew that it wouldn't have been a good time. Like it would have not been that great of a podcast. Um, but then, you know, coronavirus came and took over the remaining of my school year. And I kept seeing posts on social media saying you should come out of this quarantine with something positive. So even though coronavirus caused a lot of quick and unwanted changes in my life in a blink of an eye, I knew I wanted to come out of it with something positive. So I was like, let me do this podcast because it's now or never. So I remember talking to my uncles and they were like, well, record a practice intro episode and we'll see how it goes. So then I did and it ended up being my real first episode. And I remember at the beginning of June, I reached out to my uncles asking, 
when we were going to start the actual podcast. And then literally like that next week, I began my first week of posting to the social media pages. And I was like, oh, okay, so we're just gonna dive head first. All right, we're just gonna do this. Um, I was not expecting that, but I was like, it was better that it happened that way because I feel like I would have kept postponing it, so. So then that Saturday, June 13th was promotion day. And after keeping this podcast a secret and after making a few of my close friends and family keep it a secret, the day was finally here to release it. And I was freaking out. I had no idea what to expect. And I remember one of my roommates and a few of her friends had came down to our apartment um, to celebrate her birthday that day. And I remember just running around like a chicken with his head cut off, trying to call my uncles, call my parents, figure out what to post, figure out my caption. I was freaking out so bad. But uh, and I felt bad because like my roommate and her friends were there and I was like, I'm so sorry, you guys. <laughs> like I had to keep like going to call people and stuff about it. So yeah, but quite a few people like they shared it and commented and liked it across all social media platforms I posted it on. But then some of the same people whose businesses I supported went silent and just viewed my posts. So that was probably one of the hardest parts for me, just seeing how many people, including like some of your own family and friends, see your post and not even support it. But my main support system definitely held it down for me. So again, I appreciated the small wins. So now I just want to like kind of quickly go into uh, behind the scenes, just recap of each episode so far. So y'all can get an idea of why I chose to do an episode on each of these topics. So episode one was just my introduction episode. I wanted to just, I wanted to just give everyone an idea of who I am and what the show would entail. Again, that started off as just being a practice episode, but turned into my real first episode. Also, that episode originally started out as like 40 minutes long, but I just had so because I had so much to say. But thankfully, one of my uncles was able to shorten it to just the important things and make it about 12 minutes long. And I'm still working on my length in podcasts because I feel like sometimes I just have so much to say and I'm like at an hour and a half of talking and I know no one's going to listen to that. So I'm definitely trying to work on that. Um, but for my introduction episode, I was nitpicking that entire episode before it released. I was like, oh my God, my voice sounds horrible. Am I even making sense? Like, but everyone else enjoyed it. And I think we just become our own worst critics sometimes. So I'm, I, I'm pretty sure it was fine. I just think in my mind, I thought it was like the worst, but. Then episode two ended up being a two part special uh, because once again, I, got way too into it and started talking for a really long time um but it was my black lives matter episode um so it took me about a week to really sit down and collect everything i wanted to say for that episode the black lives matter movement that came back up in the beginning at the beginning of june is a huge reason why i was like oh yeah like i need to get this podcast on a roll so i can use my platform to release knowledge and my feelings on this issue if you listen to that episode, you can hear that a lot of passion <laughs> went into that episode. It was overwhelming, but very therapeutic at the same time doing that episode. I also was able to recognize a few of my own faults in that episode as far as like podcasting wise, um, which were things like I didn't have clear transitions. I was just kind of like, boom, boom, boom into each topic for that episode. So I tried to work on doing better with that as more episodes went on. 
episode three, my communication before it's too late episode, this episode was inspired because this was during a time where, mul where multiple senseless killings were happening in my hometown. And also when I got the phone call about one of my cousins I'm close to being at a party where a shooting broke out, I felt like it was so important to talk about communication because if anything, 2020 has definitely showed that life is way too short to not communicate through your issues with loved ones. I mean, I definitely still struggle with communication at times, but I knew that was a very necessary topic to touch on. Also, with this year being the year when many things came out that the school system didn't teach us, like Juneteenth, I knew I had to cover that topic. Episode four, my inequality within the education system episode, I was inspired to do this episode because I saw so many things coming to light about inequality towards minorities in the education system. And I was like, well, a part of my podcast is discussing being a minority at a PWI, so I knew I had to cover this subject. Also, I felt like I wanted to educate people on it from the perspective of a person like me that is a military brat and has had to move to different areas for school growing up and always ending up being the minority. Episode five was my Make Your Mental Health a Priority episode and that was inspired by one of my uncles and he had brought it to my attention that July was Minority Mental Health Awareness Month. And that shocked me because I didn't even know that minorities had a mental health month dedicated to them. Like I mentioned, mental health is so important to me because I know what it feels like to experience depressive episodes and anxiety attacks. And so I always try to advocate for mental health as much as possible because I want to help as many people not have to suffer in that way. And so many people don't understand how important it is to have a good mental health. So it was crucial for me to touch on that. I also knew I had to get my roommate Shreya in on that episode because she's a psychology major and she's just amazing when it comes to supporting and being there for people dealing with mental health. Episode, episode six was my issues with discriminatory harassment episode. Um, so, okay, I'm gonna be so honest. I was trying to do a pattern between one week talking about a Gen Z topic, the next week talking about a topic regarding being a minority at a, PW at a PWI. So I tried to use this topic for my minority at a PWI topic for the week. I felt like I struggled with it a little bit, but I knew it was important to cover because many people experience harassment at school and work and just in general, um, especially due to their race or gender. So I thought it was very important to cover it. Episode seven was my stop normalizing toxic relationships episode. Now this was definitely so important for me to cover because as I mentioned in that episode, I have been in so many toxic situations when it comes to dating. So I was like, yeah, let me make an episode calling out these toxic things that people love to do and think that it's normal when it's not. Episode eight, my council culture over cancel culture episode. So to be really honest with y'all, I was having an awful like absolutely awful mental health week when I recorded that episode it was taking me forever to even figure out what I wanted to say I knew I had wanted to cover that topic because cancel culture is such a big thing in Gen Z but I was just not feeling recording that week but one of my biggest things with this podcast is consistency so I knew I didn't want to just skip that week so I was 
I was inspired to do that episode because a lot of celebrities were getting canceled during that time. And I heard someone say the term council culture over cancel culture. And I was like, okay, like I actually really like that. So I have wanted to shed light on that. Episode nine was the biggest and most stressful episode I've had to do for this show. Episode nine, which is my most recent episode, was my college experience episode. So when I first started this podcast, I knew I had wanted to do an episode giving advice to college students and incoming freshmen, but the original idea was for me to just do it on my own. But then I was like, well, I would not really be able to give it from another perspective. I would only be able to give it from the perspective of me being a minority at a, P at a PWI. So I, I was like, I need to give HBCUs and Ivy League and other schools an opportunity to speak for people who are attending that school, attending that type of school. And I already had a few people in mind that I was friends with or knew from high school that I wanted to come speak on the show. And I was so stressed out because I was trying to keep constant communication with them and write out an outline for the episode for them and just figure out how, how I was going to have everything set up. I wanted it to be as professional as possible. And I was just beyond a nervous wreck because I just wanted to leave a good impression for everyone. And after weeks of stressing over this episode, it went well. It was just like a lot longer than anticipated. Um, but if you are a college student and incoming college freshman, I would definitely recommend listening to it, even if you listen to it in like broken up segments since it is so long, um, because it's some really good content in there. And I also want to apologize in advance for my audio during that episode. I have no idea what happened, but the content is still understandable and great. And if you are interested, you should definitely listen to that one. And it's also on YouTube if you want to see like the visuals of it and actually see me and the other students like on the screen. So yes, check that out. And lastly, episode 10, this idea for a recap episode was also inspired by a friend and I thought it was a really good idea to do a milestone because it is a milestone and this episode fell at the perfect timing um, for it to be my 10th episode because I'm about to start my fall semester of my sophomore year in college and today is the one year anniversary of my first day ever of college so it really fell during a really good time. As far as a recap on my podcast, social media pages, um, it's been going well. For my captions, I know they're long, but I try to make them blog posts just so I can inspire people throughout the week. And I know that I probably get on like my uncle's nerves. Um, so shout out to them for putting up with the for putting up with me behind the scenes. Um, and also this beautiful editing and the graphics on my social media pages is all thanks to them. So Shout out to you guys for putting up with me. Um, as far as my overall experience with this podcast so far, it has been quite the journey. First, I'm really proud of myself for stepping out of my comfort zone. And I'm also just grateful for the opportunity to even be able to do this. Um, but I will say there have been many moments where anxiety takes over and I feel like I could do more and I wish I had more interaction um, with the podcast and stuff, but I know it's a time process. Um, you know, doing this podcast, it reminded me of the realities of mental health with so much going on, like the coronavirus and school and just the sad news stories and just life as a young woman and the things we go through and breakups and things like that. 
it really can cause a strain on your mental health. Um, depression, depression and anxiety has definitely been in the play for me. And um, I just find it so crazy because now I get it. When artists, like musical artists and stuff, say they put on these big and lit concerts and no one would have ever known what they were really dealing with behind closed doors. Like that's exactly how I felt sometimes when posting all my motivational stuff and putting together this determined voice and stuff for this podcast. To be completely transparent, there were so many times where I wrote a touch blog posts under one of my Motivation Monday or Truthful Tuesday captions or recorded a good episode and I was genuinely just going through it behind closed doors. But I do it because I want people to feel like they have a friend and that they have an outlook, have an outlet to look to, to lift their spirits. One thing though that I can definitely say that I learned is that I learned a lot about the podcast community. They're so supportive and it's like its own little club, just like how gamers, like how they come together as a community. That's kind of how podcasting is. So that was really nice. Just having a support system of other podcasts. But other than the mental health aspect of it, I enjoy putting together episodes and just continuing to dive into my passion. Like this is what I love. Like this is what I'm majoring in. And I love to learn more about myself as I'm doing these. And I'm really looking forward to seeing my progress as this podcast continues on because I promise y'all I am not going to give up on this. My name is attached to Talks with Tatiana forever. So you guys best to believe I will keep putting in my best effort for this podcast. I'm learning and trying to grow more and more every day. Um, now that I'm like at episode 10, I feel like this is a big accomplishment alone. So I can't wait to make it to like episode 50 and episode 100 and so on. So now I just want to share some advice on if you plan on starting a podcast or if you want to start some type of business endeavor ever. So my first piece of advice might sound cliche, but it's so true. If you are planning on starting a podcast or any type of business endeavor, just go for it. Think about if you want this to be a solo project or if you want to have a co-host or, or a co-owner. For podcasting, there are many streaming sites like Skype where you and your co-host can record together. Um, and also just make sure to invest in quality microphones and headsets. Um, a huge thing is to make sure you know what you want out of your podcast. Do you want it to be funny? Do you want it to be inspirational? What type of topics do you want to cover? And even if you want to start like a business for that type of thing, do you want to sell clothes? Do you want to start a YouTube channel? Do you want to sell custom made shirts? Like it's so important to know these things because you want to be able to have a pitch about your podcast or business and you want to be able to sell it so you can gain an audience and gain people's and gain people's interest. One thing I learned while doing this podcast is that I don't have to strictly follow my original plan, which was to specifically and only talk about breaking stereotypes of Gen Z and being a minority at a PWI. As I recorded more episodes, I realized that there was some actual problematic issues in Gen Z. So I focused more on what that specific issue is and then gave advice and my opinion on it. So that way the stereotype could be broken in that sense. And I realized that I can also just talk about college life in general sometimes instead of it always specifically just being centered around being a minority at a PWI. 
Another one of my biggest pieces of advice that everyone keeps reminding me of, even though it is so hard, especially when you're just starting out, um, don't worry about numbers. Again, just go for it. I was not mentally prepared to see things like me getting 350 views, but only 13 likes. Um, it's going to make you feel some type of way. <laughs> Trust me, it is. But numbers isn't everything. It takes a while to build an audience up. Of course, make sure you create social media accounts for your podcast or business and be persistent on them so you can engage your followers. If you're a busy person, you can always do a bi-weekly podcast so you could just post two episodes per month. I'll always remember in both podcasting and other business endeavors, you have complete creative control. It is also important to make sure you or someone you know can edit your content so it can look clean and polished. Um, surround yourself with supportive people and keep positive energy and vibes around you because trust me, not everyone wants to see you win. There will be some people out there that will cherry pick every little thing about your podcast or business, but that is what it comes with. Like that's just what this business comes with. You just have to learn to push past it and prove them wrong. Also, it is always important to get a second set of eyes to look over anything you put out there for a podcast or business. I definitely have some family and friends that I have made a part of my PR team because the last thing you want to do is put something out there that can damage your reputation and your business. I have a few people that look over some of my content before I release it and sometimes they'll be real quick to say something like, um, yeah, you might want to reword that or take this part out because it can be misinterpreted. Um, so definitely make sure you get at least like a second set of eyes to look over anything that you put out to the public. Lastly, just make sure you know how you want your look and product to be. How do you want your format to be? Just keep those in mind because it's important to be consistent. Also, it is important to make sure you take the right steps and get in contact with the right people so you can go ahead and start creating the foundation of your podcast or the foundation of your business. You have to start somewhere. Don't be discouraged and just know that there is some niche of people out there that will support. Oh, and always um, remember as a friendly reminder, have a good approach and customer service skills um, because that's key to keeping a good audience around. So now, as I mentioned earlier, I wanted to do a recap on my college life since today, August 20th, marks the one year anniversary of my first day of college. I know my last episode was the college, was the college experience episode, but I feel like I gave more so advice and let my guest co-host talk on their experiences more, but I didn't really get to go into detail about my experiences as much. So I'm just gonna give a little overview of my first year of college, which I still can't believe it's been a whole year, but it has. So here is my, I'm gonna try to keep it quick, <laughs> overview of my whole first year of college in honor of it being the one year anniversary. So <laughs> picture it, February 8th, 2019. So I was leaving work and everyone was texting, saying whether they got into the University of Florida or not. And my stomach was in knots because 
honestly, the whole application process, everything from writing the essay to taking the SAT and ACT was just stressful beyond words can explain. And I remember even though I'm a strong writer, my college essay was just like, literally it wasn't coming together. Like, I don't know what was going on. I remember in my English class, we had to let other people grade our paper. And in my essay, I talked about my journey being a teen attorney at Teen Court. And this one girl, she wrote, if I had a piece of chocolate for every time you said the word Teen Court, I would be sick. And even though it was anonymous, like I knew exactly who wrote that. And I was so mad. I was like, okay, that was really uncalled for, but all right. Um, and even my friends were like, girl like why are you writing about that for your college essay but i stayed true to that essay because teen court played a huge role in my decision on becoming a journalist so why wouldn't i write that for my college essay and i've always been a good and hardworking student but my sat and act also wasn't seeming to come together on my behalf but let me tell you guys i was not going to give up i knew i had to get into my dream school so anyways, that night, February 8th, 2019, I pulled over into an empty parking lot near my job because I wanted to be in the dark away from people when I opened it. And I was fully preparing myself for it to say, thanks for applying, but you know, unfortunately, but then when I logged into the UF website and I opened up like my account and stuff, it said, congratulations, something, something. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> like I was so excited. And I like dropped my phone and I was just sobbing. I was like, there is no way. And my parents were texting me and they were asking me if I was on my way back home from work yet. I can't even respond because I was just sitting there like, oh my gosh, like, wait, this just happened. I made it. After all of the trials and tribulations, I made it. I was so hysterical. So when I got the notification on social media this year, that was like on this day a year ago, it, and it showed me um, like the little acceptance letter I got from UF, I got emotional all over again <laughs> because I was like, wow, like here I am in my apartment here in Gainesville writing an essay for one of my UF classes when just a year ago, I didn't even think I would get in. So that is definitely probably one of the best days of my life. So then fast forward a little bit, I eventually started meeting other people at UF through social media and eventually I ended up in this group chat with about 30 girls and we became pretty close. We talked about how close we would be when we got to UF and we would vent to each other all the time in the group chat. Like we had completely created a whole bonding bonding experience together. But then some of the girls came to UF early and went to summer classes. So, th so those girls that went for summer became really close and eventually they just left out the rest of us that didn't start until the fall. So I mentioned before, um, but there is this thing called PAT at the University of Florida. And it stands for Pledging to Advance Academic Capacity Together, which is a three-day orientation program that focuses on helping Black freshman students have a successful transition to UF by letting us know about things like the Black Student Union and other Black organizations and letting us meet other Black students and faculty and things like that. So because of this program, um, 
Since it started a few days before actual classes started, I requested to move into my apartment early and my request was granted and they gave me a move-in date of August 14th, 2019. And it was just so weird last week getting that notification that was like a year ago you moved into your apartment as I was sitting in my apartment. Um, like when I tell y'all time flies, it really does. But let me tell y'all about the move-in process. So first of all, I brought four suitcases worth of clothes and I stuffed those suitcases like crazy. I had to like lay on top of each one to even zip it. And the zippers were bulging and I swear it felt like elephants were in those suitcases, but I just had to make sure I had a good variety of outfits to take with me to celebrate my new milestone in life. And as much as I love rose gold, y'all would be surprised, but I've never had a rose gold room. Even my room, like at home, it's purple. So I remember when I was looking for, for room decor for my apartment, the first thing I did was look for something rose gold. Everything is rose gold in my room, in my apartment. So um, I had so many boxes and suitcases, but I just remember that summer, I wrote a list of all the people I wanted to see before I left and I'm so proud of myself because I hung out with all of the people that I said I would. It was just very organized. Um, the day I moved out of my house was crazy. I remembered um, one of my friends had told me we actually had like a whole heart to heart moment and we were like crying about it uh, <laughs> but they were like you know it's really gonna hit you when you look at your room one last time and shut the door. And I was like, oh wow, like that's deep. Like when you just look back at your room, the same room that you like, you know, grew up in or the same room that you went to, like went through high school and middle school in, it's like, wow, like I'm looking back at it one last time before I have to go to college. So it was a little emotional, but I actually didn't cry because that summer, 2019 summer, was rough. Like 2019 summer was not my summer, like at all. I was going through it. So I think at that point I was just ready for change. So just me and my dad went down to Gainesville with my stuff, which is about a two hour and 15 minute drive from Tallahassee. And my mom had to work, so she came down that that weekend. Um, so the drive there was fine. And when I seen that Kingsville exit sign, I remember texting all types of group chats. I was like, y'all, like I'm home. <laughs> I was just too happy. I had already gotten a tour of my apartment and stuff. So I was prepared. Um, when we first got there, me and my dad were bright and early, like the first ones there. They didn't even have my key ready because we were so early. Uh, keep in mind, my dad is in the military. So when it comes to being on time, he has a down to a size um so they they finally gave me my key and my apartment packet and it had said welcome home with like a gator on it and it still wasn't feeling real yet um and we went to my building and we have key fobs and i was struggling to work um the key fobs but i mean of course like a year later i think i got it together um so then we um got in my apartment and it looked so nice and my room was literally perfect for me um it had four big windows in it and actually all my roommates were like they had one at my room because of that and because it has slightly more space so i'm very grateful that um, I got that room because I needed that type of room. Um, one of my biggest depressions that happened in my life 
um, I was living in a room with like one window and it had like trees over it. So it's kind of like dark a lot in there. Um, and so I needed those four windows full of light to come in. And then me and my dad, we just unloaded all of my stuff. And I actually had ended up meeting one of my other roommates and she was also a freshman and was moving in early too because she was going sorority rushing. And then we went to the grocery store and we went to get red lobsters for lunch and everything was a success. And then my dad went home that night and I honestly thought I was going to have like anxiety, but I was more excited than anything. I was just like, oh my goodness, like what do I do? I'm on my own. If I wanted to leave right now, I could without getting permission. It was just crazy. But after he left, I just met up with one of the girls I became close with from the group chat. Um, and we went to meet each other for the first time in person and we're um, just trying to scope out campus to see where we would be meeting for the first day of PAP. So my packing and moving experience, it had went pretty well. Um, and yeah, it went well. So then the next day for PAP, um, just a brief overview of my experience with PAP. Um, it was okay. I remember I went there and when I got there, first of all, me and the other girl that had met that day before, uh, we were, we had got lost because it like the University of Florida campus is huge. So we could not figure out for the sake of our lives where the building was or the room was that they wanted us to meet in. So then we got there at like the most awkward time of <laughs> the, um, the the host, I guess, like the um, upperclassmen students who were um, hosting it, they were in the middle of doing like their introductions and they were doing like a, they wanted it to be very um, lively. So when they were doing the introductions, we had walked in and they were like dancing and just all types of stuff, music was playing. And I was like, oh my God, this is so awkward. <laughs> Um, but as soon as I walked in, I recognized the faces of a couple of the girls from the group chat. And as I kind of expected, it was just awkward because it's like, oh, like we're meeting for the first time in person. Like this is beyond the group chat now. This is beyond your Instagram page. So it was a little awkward. Um, <laughs> and then I remember um, meeting some of the girls like some of them were like, oh my gosh, is that like, is that Tatiana from the group chat? And I'm like, yeah, it's me y'all. <laughs> and it was just like weird. Like, cause when you talk to someone for months on like the phone and stuff, like seeing them in person for the first time is like, it's weird. But, um, you know, meeting them, I definitely was like, okay, yeah, it's a little different. We're not as like bonding as much, but it's getting there. Maybe we're just warming up to each other. Um, and then there was definitely that division with the summer girls, that the girls that came during the summer and then the rest of us that came for the fall, you could definitely see the division. Um, they were not welcoming the summer girls. So that kind of sucked because I thought we would all be closed. Obviously, I know a group of 30 girls are not gonna stay BFFs for the entire college, but like I didn't expect it to be so clicky. Um, and actually, I feel like the whole Pat experience, it was like, I just felt like it was a little clickish at times. And so I was really disappointed. I was sad because I thought I was gonna come into this thing and become like best friends with some people, but 
it was fine. Um, the first night, like after Pat ended, um, we did some fun things like bowling and things like that. And it was nice and everything. Um, and then one of the other girls that had got, that I had got close to, um, after, uh, well, outside of the group chat, one of the girls I had got close to, we had went out that night. Like we were just supposed to go to dinner, but we didn't know that like the place that we were going to dinner at was also like a club. So we were like, oh, okay. <laughs> so we had like our first like going out experience, but it wasn't like a club club, more of like a bar that had a, a dance floor open up. So it wasn't like a club, but like we um, just had dinner and stuff and we just like hung out that night, um, had a night out on the town and that was really nice. But then me and her, we didn't really end up working out as friends after that night. I don't really know what happened, but yeah, we didn't. Um, and then the last day of Pat, I was over it. Like, I'm gonna be so honest with you guys. Like, it was a wonderful experience, but by the end, by the last day of Pat, I was done. Like, I was really over the whole, you know, just having to wake up that early and just being around people that I just didn't feel inclusive with. So I was, I was really over it. Um, I felt like it was a very, I think a part of it is I'm very introverted and it was a very lit experience. And I was like, no, this is not my scene. Um, so yeah, but by that last day, I'm glad that I went because that's how I met Dewan, which is the lady that I interned under, she came to speak to us and she was like, what is one thing that you want to gain out of your college experience other than something academic wise? And of course, like I said, my 2019 summer was not a good summer at all. So I, cause I was having issues with so many people in my life and I was just like, standing up for myself a lot during that summer and it cost me a lot of like friendships and things so i had told her i was like i want to come to college and i want to be able to learn how to stand up for myself and not feel bad about it because i feel like i struggled with that a lot um, throughout my life standing up for myself and then I would feel bad about it afterwards because of the reaction I would get from people and so she had told me that she had that same struggle and she had to learn how to push past it because if you don't you know people are going to take advantage of you and so she told me that she ended up having to do that before at work and stuff and we just had like a whole bonding experience right then and there and she was like you know what she's like what are you majoring in again and i was like well i'm majoring in broadcast journalism and she was like well she's like i think i might have something for you in my office and she was like, you know, let's exchange emails and then I'll let you know when you can come in and we can do like an interview and just, you know, see what I can do. And I love her so much. She is the, she's such a great mentor and I'm so glad that she gave me that opportunity before school even started and that she saw something in me and my story. So I'm always appreciative of her. She exposed me to so many wonderful opportunities and things um, interning under her. So shout out to you, Dewan. I love you. <laughs> um, after the whole Pat experience, um, that day, my mom, she finally came back up to Gainesville with my dad and we just went grocery shopping and um, they helped me unpack the rest of my stuff. 
and then they went home that next day and even I thought that that was gonna be the day because I was like okay this is real like my my both of my parents have left now like this is the real deal but even then I think I was starting to get used to it and I was pretty excited about the new journey so I was okay and then I ended up meeting my roommates my the rest of my roommates that day um, and we ended up having like a roommate meeting and just it was good. We ended up having a roommate meeting and just talking about the do's and don'ts and just, you know, and I remember talking back to one of my roommates now. She was like, girl, she was like, you were sitting there with your legs crossed, glasses on, like ready. I was like, yeah, I was ready because I, I just needed to make sure because I've never lived with anyone other than like my family. So I was like, I just need to make sure that you guys, you know, understand, you know, some of my boundaries and stuff. So, um, but it's, yeah, it was good. Um, meeting them was great. I was definitely worried because they were random and I was like oh my gosh I don't know if this is gonna go well but it went well like I think my roommate I mean my apartment complex like in the leasing office they did a really good job matching us together so that went really well so then before school started I remember this is still August they had a pool party and the pool party was just like something that they hosted for the incoming freshmen. And um, even then I felt still excluded. I was still with some of the girls that were from the group chat, but even then I just still felt excluded, like talking to them. They had already hung out and they were like, yeah, like last night was so fun and this and that. And I was like, oh, Hey, must be nice so yeah that was awkward um I didn't really want to get in the pool I thought I would but I didn't because I was like honestly I don't know where any of y'all have been um that's really nasty to be in a pool with a whole bunch of people so that was um, a very interesting journey um and then um I think the next day uh we went to convocation and that was it was really nice like it kind of felt like graduation a little bit and it was weird and just different because in high school at least for mine our convocation was a few days before or I think a week or two before our real graduation so the fact that I was attending a convocation um like a whole three years or so or four years before I even graduate I was like okay that's nice but it was nice like sitting with my college and just like just being in the arena and it was just like the University of Florida and I was like oh my gosh like this is real like I, I was taking it all in and they gave us like this little sheet and it had like um, a pin on it so like we can put that pin on our gowns whenever we do graduate so that was really nice and it, it made it feel real and then I think later that night there was a pep rally in the stadium before classes started and that was so emotional because I've been in the stadium before but it's just something about when you're there as a student it's like wow like I made it and just looking around like the band was out there and they had like all these cute little like slides and stuff going across like the jumbo screen I was over there like tearing up like my friend that was there with me she was like are you good like I was like I was like oh my gosh like we really made it like I, like there was so many times like 
when I first got in and like for a couple months after I got in, I could not talk about it without tearing up. Like I was like, I made it y'all, like, y'all don't understand. Like, like it, it was deep for me. It was really deep. And then as far as like the first day of classes, um, it was okay. It, you know, my um, eyes got opened very quickly. I was like, oh wow this is real i was like this is why this is the top seven university in the nation because this is like yeah <laughs> but i read the syllabus and like um for all my classes i was like oh yeah this is real like i think that was the excitement kind of went away a little bit because i was like oh this is like a lot <laughs> but it was fine and um, I just made sure that I did like the introductions to my classmates and you know, my professors. And then I remember me and one of my friends at the time, we were literally walking around all of campus to find one of the arcs that say the University of Florida because I was like, I gotta get a picture under the arc. I have to get one. Um, so I got a picture under it posted it because I just had to flex on social media like I could not wait so people could know like I'm here y'all for real like this is my school um and so yeah it was really nice doing those photos um and then as far as my roommates like things were still going pretty well we hung out the first week of classes which i learned now the first week of classes was syllabus week which is basically the first week where you just kind of read the syllabus learn more about the class do some like pretty basic activities and stuff so syllabus week is like where people go out chill have fun obviously this year is going to be a lot different because we can't do that at least responsible people will not do that um and for one of the days during syllabus week me and my roommates we had a bonding experience and we painted a house portrait together and so we each got a canvas and we painted a part of a flower and we we painted that together and I thought that was such a cute little like bonding thing for us to do and we're probably going to do another one this year too um, and just keep doing that for as long as we're roommates so that was a really cute thing for us to do and then um, that weekend we went to um, me and a few of the people that I was still kind of friends with we went to gator nights which is really a freshman thing like I feel like after freshman year and honestly not even all of freshman year you don't really do gator nights but gator nights was um just the thing they had on Friday where they had like free activities for you to do and like um we have like a bowling alley in our um rights union thing so like you can go bowling for free and just stuff like that um so I went but I honestly me and all the other freshmen we really went just to get our free t-shirt because it said UF 23 on it so we were like oh yeah like we gotta get that so really that's all we went for I didn't really go to Gator Nights that much after that it was not really yeah that wasn't it but it was nice it's cute and they have like food and stuff so it's a nice little place to go to on Friday but most of the time after like freshman year you're probably not gonna go to that um, and then after that um, later on that night it was my first time going out to the club and I was like nervous, but I was also really excited. I was like, okay, like finally, like let me see what this club scene is all about. And um, yeah, I feel like I deceived myself 
by watching reality TV shows and thinking that the club was gonna be like that, I had to come back to my senses and realize that on reality TV, like usually they kind of have like a VIP booth. They're also over 21. So their experience is a lot different than what, you know, I experienced. It was okay. Um, the line was long and it was really hot in there. Um, it was, it was okay. Um, but I kind of had figured after that first night, I was like, yeah, we're probably not going to do this together again. Um, so, but it was nice. Like it was, it was fun, but it was just like, this was very overwhelming for sure. Um, then shortly after, I think like a few weeks later, we had our first football game. But since it was an away game against Miami, we went to, me and a couple of friends, we went to watch it at a restaurant. And that's how I met one of my best friends, Linton. Shout out to you. Um, Linton, we are still super close and we met through another friend at that restaurant. And it was so crazy how we met because he had asked me, he was like, where are you um, from again? And I was like, well, like I'm a military brat, but we've lived in Tallahassee for about eight, nine years now. Um, and he was like, oh, okay. He was like, what part of Tallahassee? And I was telling him. And then he was like, I lived in that neighborhood too. And I was like, wait. And then everything just started clicking. And I was like, oh my gosh, wait, you're Linton. Because me and my family, we kept getting mail from like, the people that used to live in our house and it would say like Linton on it and I was like oh my gosh and so we found out that we stayed in the same house um before like they were the people that lived in the house before us so we were like it was just like an instant bond because it was like how do you end up meeting someone who used to live in the same house as you so it was yeah we became so close after that because like that's just like a whole bonding thing like um yeah it was it was awesome like I we're super close now and then um as far as like my internship went it went really well um I loved going she took me to all these different business expos and it was really nice being able to interact with other people who are already so into their jobs that was such an amazing opportunity and then we also, at the beginning of that year, um, that school year, um, a hurricane was supposed to come. I don't remember which one because there's always like a thousand different hurricanes that are supposed to come. But I remember just being like, I didn't want to leave to go home because we had the Black Student Assembly. And the Black Student Assembly is where like everybody dresses up really nice and it's just performance arts um, by black students at the University of Florida. And I was like, I'm not missing this my freshman year. So I was like, hurricane or not, I'm going to be here. And then I don't think it ended up even happening, but they did cancel classes, but the black student assembly went so well. I had so much fun. It was so nice to dress up and everything. And it was just like a really good, like bonding experience. I really, really enjoyed it, so. And then, you know, as I talked about in one of my other episodes, I eventually, my first semester, went to my first house party. And um, <clears throat> that was, um, yeah, <laughs> my first house party, it was, it was okay. Once again, I kind of came to the 
conclusion that parties in the club was not my thing, but it was nice. It was like a camouflage versus aliens type thing. So a lot of us came in camo. Some people came in alien theme and it was nice, but because by the time I got there, the police came shortly after, I didn't really get to enjoy it as much as other people probably did. Um, and then once again, the one of the girls um, that I was supposed to be close with, she ended up leaving me and going out to the club that night um, and not even checking on my well-being after that. So I feel like that alone just put a bad taste in my mouth. And then that same supposed to be friend, she left me she left me out again at um, a meeting we went to for Black Student Union. So at that point, we just fell out because I was like, you're not trustworthy. And even at the club, she would kind of just like go off with like other people. And I was like, no, like I need friends that are going to stick with me because in the climate that we're in, in this world, I was like, I can't have people just leaving me like in strange places by myself. Um, and so, and even the other girl that I went out with on my second night in Gainesville, when we went out um, on a night of the town, we didn't end up having a good friendship either. And so those two girls were the two closest out of the big group chat we were in. So that really sucked. But again, just sometimes you connect with people over text, but in real life, it's, it's not it. So I went through this phase of sadness my first semester a little bit because I didn't end up making the genuine friendships that I thought I was going to make at first. So that had really sucked, but it was okay. Um, then we, me and my roommates, like they introduced me to like potlucks and some of their friends. So they were like, yeah, we usually host a potluck um, every now and then. So yeah, that was really nice. And I invited like Linton and one of his friends and we, um watched the I think it was the Kentucky game like UF first Kentucky game and we hosted a potluck and that went really well and it was nice meeting people they had some friends that were also journalism majors and stuff so it was really nice meeting their friends and stuff and just getting that bond with like older people and um, also just like cooking and enjoying everybody's different meals and stuff like it was uh, really good and I love to eat so I was like oh I love this potluck idea that you guys do um then me and my roommates we went to our first football game and going as a student it just hits so different like you learn all the chants and you just it's just like you take it all in and when I tell you guys I teared up at every game because at the University of Florida they play like this um video that's like what it means to be a Florida Gator and it's so emotional for me every time like oh my gosh it meant the world to me to be at those games like it was everything and then we also like we do like this singing and stuff of this song by Tom Petty um, and we like, if it's nighttime, we'll hold like our phones up and like have our flashlights and stuff. It's, it's the best experience ever. I absolutely loved football days and stuff. Now, the one thing that threw me off though, was that me and my roommates, we walked to the games and I think it was like a good 20 minute walk or so, um, from our apartment to the stadium. So that was not it. But other than that, it was pretty good. So, um, and me and my roommates, we had like a whole like tradition, like after games, we would like order pizza and stuff. So it was really fun. Um, I also just, I struggled a lot. I remember in my first semester, I struggled in statistics. I hated it. 
I hated every second of it. So uh, for future college students and stuff, just be prepared for if you have to take classes like that. Cause I hated statistics. I didn't think I was gonna pass, but my professor came through. Um, we had this thing I learned about that the University of Florida has called smoking notes. And uh, it's basically, they just give you an overview of the whole class and stuff to prepare you for the test. And those saved my entire grade because I had a lot of times, like I remember even calling my sister one time and boohoo crying because I was like, I'm literally about to fail. Like, I was like, I don't think you guys are understanding right now. Um, so yeah, it, the University of Florida, I will say the first semester threw me off with some of the classes I had to take. I was like, whew but I made it. So that's all that even matters. Um, and then um, I also ended up join, joining Ladies, which is the um, women empowerment mentorship thing, which I already told you guys about um, in a couple of other episodes. And I went to all their little like events and stuff leading up to mentorship. So I really enjoyed that a lot, um, just going to those events. That was really fun. And just like, I learned about it through an upperclassman and me and her ended up becoming super close. So shout out to you, Brianna. Um, we went and she kind of told me about it and it was, it was good. Like, I was like, this is me. This is an organization that is me. Like, I love women empowerment. I love mentoring and helping other young women out in their high school, middle school journeys. So I enjoyed ladies. Um, and then also speaking of ladies, I was very, very committed to them because I remember uh, we went to, we had a breast cancer walk and that it was an event that ladies was going to, it was a breast cancer walk. And we, me and my roommates had went to a Halloween party the night before and we didn't end up like getting back and settling in and stuff until about like two or three in the morning. So I just remembered that I had to be up by six in order to get up, get ready, pick up one of my friends who was also in ladies and get to the place by 7.30. I was so exhausted. I was asleep. I was like doing a whole breast cancer walk three miles or so off of two hours, two or three hours of sleep. So I was very dedicated to them. So yeah. Um, and then also, as far as homecoming goes, our homecoming, um, I didn't go to the homecoming concert that UF had. I just knew that that wasn't going to be it for me. Like, I just knew I wasn't gonna know the artist. I was like, I'm not going to a country type of thing. Like, no. Um, so the uh, one of the black fraternities had hosted something. And so I went, me and Linton went and I got my makeup done. I got dressed up. I was super cute. My outfit was it. I could not wait to post it on Instagram. As far as actually enjoying the party, um, I learned very quickly that you do not show up to a party early. I, we were there like on time and they didn't start till like an hour and a half later. So yeah, um, <laughs> but that it was, it was fun. I was just like, when you go to a party with one person, it's a little like boring a little bit. Cause it's like, okay, like it's just me and this one person vibing and you got the other people, they got their whole clique of friends and they're like lit. So it was okay. I was just honestly just so like kind of over it. And um, 
my feet were hurting because of my heels, but it was okay. Like it was all right. Once again, I kept trying to push myself to do the partying and clubbing. And I was like, it's not working out. Like this is not me. So, <laughs> but I kept trying, I really did. Um, and then I got to celebrate Christmas and do gifts with like my roommates and stuff, which that was really fun to do like a, a friend's Christmas giving thing before we actually went home for winter break. And we did like hot chocolate and just some cute little activities. So that it was just really nice. Like that was one of the best parts about my first year of college is getting that bonding experience because you know, you have like bonds with like your friends in high school and middle school and stuff, but like college, like, they're like family so you live with these people so that it was a really cool experience and then also UF made it to the Orange Bowl so um that was a really cool experience I got to go with my parents to Miami to our Orange Bowl game and just being in Miami in general I think that was my first time going and that was such a lit experience um, and then when I got back from winter break, I was surprised for my birthday by my roommates. They had decorated for me and I just thought that was so sweet. Um, and just, I've never really had anybody surprise and decorate for me before. So it was, it really showed me like, wow, I did make some genuine connections here. And just the few people that came to celebrate with me for my birthday, it just meant the world to me. And then I finally like, you know, made my, other niche of friends and you know they took me out for my birthday and everything and I just became closer I think with a lot of upperclassmen and also a few people who were the same year as me but I had finally by like second semester finally had my niche of friends um so that was a relieving and I wasn't as like sad about it anymore I also became my second semester I became a part of GHQ radio which is a Gainesville student owned like radio station done at UF I took that class and that was really fun I had really enjoyed that um and that's also me indulging in my journalism my broadcast journalism so that meant a lot doing that but because of coronavirus, that got cut short. So I am definitely going to try to get more involved in things like that. And then also during the second semester is when me and my roommates, we started rock climbing with some of their friends, like some of their friends invited us out to do rock climbing at Lake Wahlberg, which is a free student, like UF student um, park and area where you can do all types of activities. I am not an outside person. I hate heights. I'm like, that's one of my phobias is heights. So I did not think rock climbing was going to be for me, but I made it, I did it and it was well. So um, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was good. And I definitely recommend rock climbing to anyone if you have the opportunity to do that. It was a really cool experience. It was a good workout and I have a determination um, spirit. So I think rock climbing was good to let all that out. Also, the second semester is when I met my boyfriend, uh, but then we had broke up as I've mentioned before. Um, I was so excited. We actually met the week going into Valentine's Day. So it was a little awkward because it's like, okay, like, I'm just meeting you. We're just starting to talk and get to know you. So like, you know, 
But so I was like, do I invite you to hang out with me for Valentine's Day? Like since we just met, but I did. We ended up um, hanging out for Valentine's Day and me and my roommates, we hosted a little get together. So it was nice being able to hang out with him and our first like, I guess, date be with a crowd of people. So it wasn't like super awkward, but we still got to have like our bonding time. So it was really nice, um, our short lived relationship. Um, but then of course, like we just kind of realized we were on different pages in life. Like he still has a lot of maturing dues. So, but it was fun while it lasted. It was a nice little relationship. Um, and then also me and my roommates ended up going sailing for the first time, I think the next day. And that was really fun because I, I was like, I'm never doing water activities. I can't swim, but it was really nice going out and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. And then later on in the second semester, I went to the Florida Invitational Step Show and that I got to dress up. I got to do different styles to my hair and makeup. And it was a really nice event, just seeing like the Divine Nine, you know, perform and, it was really nice seeing that um, and just getting exposed to like, just being around like the black student union and stuff again and other black students. And it was really fun. And the comedian Desi Banks, he actually came to host so that he made the experience like 10 times better. Um, I ended up having to go alone because, you know, my friends, you know, couldn't come. Um, the few friends that I had made. So it was, but you know, like I said, because Desi Banks was hosting it, he definitely made it better. He made the experience better. But if he wasn't the one hosting it, I probably would have been miserable. Um, <laughs> and then also we went to me, Linton, and a couple of my other friends, Tory Lanes. he came to uh, perform. Um, now it's a little awkward because Tory Lanez is in a lot of hot water for supposedly shooting Meg the Stallion. So it's a little awkward now, but before all of that, it was a really nice concert to go to and it was, it was lit and, um, it was like a nice getaway. Cause I remember his concert was actually on the day of Kobe Bryant's funeral or him and Gigi's, um, memorial service at the, that was televised. And then it was also the same day where I had to do this like video project. And so I was overwhelmed that day because I bawled my eyes out watching the Kobe Bryant and Gigi Bryant memorial service. And then I was also burnt out from doing that video project for my class. So going to that Tory Lanez concert that night was definitely much needed to just get away and enjoy. And, um, then I think a week later, me and Linton, we have a few mutual friends because he lived in Tallahassee before. That's how he used to stay in the house that I stay in now. Um, so we have a few mutual friends that go to the University of South Florida, which is about an hour and a half or so away from UF. So we visited them for a weekend during our spring break. And that was so much fun for me because that was like a real college experience for me because I've never really gone out like on my own with a friend to go visit people in another city and stuff like so that was a cool college experience and it was a lot of fun and just being around people from like home like my home friends and like their mutual friends with like my new friends so it was so much fun that was a very lit spring break um 
night and day that we stayed there and just going out on the town of Tampa, which it was so beautiful and just going out to like breakfast and to like the mall. They had a huge mall. It was huge in there and just enjoying that. And after having a stressful midterms, it was definitely worth the trip. And then by the time spring break was over, me and the guy, we were still dating. He actually was a football player and we went to, he invited me to the UF football formal and I was so excited. I was like, oh yeah, I was like, this is it. Like I'm, I got invited to the formal. I was like, you know, I bought a dress, I bought accessories and everything. Um, but then it got canceled because of coronavirus. You know, coronavirus really came in here and stole my joy. Um, <laughs> and then um, we, uh, I did get to enjoy my first food truck festival. That was really nice. And I got to go to this place. I think it was like Tiki Bar or something. And I don't know if it's just in Florida or in Ocala, Gainesville area, but if it's a franchise, I would definitely recommend going to that food truck. It was so good. I got some really bomb quesadillas there. And that was a really cool experience because I don't think I've ever really gone to like a food truck festival before. So, um, and then of course, you know, after that, extravagant weekend that's when I had to go to the hospital with chest pains that was my first time ever being in that type of pain and stuff without my parents being around so I was definitely scared but my roommates came through and they you know once again they become your family so they were there for me throughout that whole process and I ended up being okay but it was very scary especially in the coronavirus climate we're in also, we ended up losing the second semester. We ended up losing our stray cat. Um, we saw there was the stray cat that we would see all the time and it would always come up to me and my roommates. And at first we called the cat Richard because we thought it was a boy, but then Linton thought that um, it was a girl because um, it looked pregnant to him. And so we nicknamed her or him Richard Rachel just in case um, but then she disappeared one day um, after being around us for a whole semester and a half so I really hope Richard Rachel is okay um, <laughs> but I don't even know um, but then yeah I don't have much memories from the second semester after that and stuff because coronavirus shifted my life and you know I had a breakup. I went home periodically throughout the summer. I had summer classes that were intense and uh, I was bored and I, I saw some friends on occasion, but yeah, coronavirus shifted my entire second semester. So, um, but as you all can see, that's just like a quick glimpse as I, I tried to make it as quick as possible, but um, that was a glimpse into my college life. Like that whole first year, I'm so proud of myself that I even made it to see this first year, uh, one year anniversary of my college life. I'm so excited for the second, third, fourth year. Um, but college life has been crazy, but I'm grateful for the experiences and it definitely does not feel like it has been one year since I started, but it has. And the journey is just beginning and now I get to basically document it throughout my podcast and I'm ready for all of you to see my growth and I'm most of all excited to see my own growth. So now let's get into the let's discuss segment. 
So I'm gonna keep this segment short today. I just wanted to address how proud I am of history coming around as Joe Biden names Kamala Harris as his vice president. The first woman, not only a woman, but a black woman. As I've mentioned before, being black and a woman is falling under a double minority. So we always have to work twice as hard. And there, ha there was a time where women couldn't even vote. In fact, this past Tuesday, August 18th was the 100th 100th anniversary of women getting the right to vote so for a black woman to now be running for the united states vice president this is monumental now into the heart to heart segment the motivation monday quote of the week was if opportunity doesn't knock build a door I thought this quote would go well with this episode because as you heard me talk about my podcast journey and my first year of college journey, sometimes it's really hard to just come across opportunities. So sometimes you have to make those opportunities for yourself. I want to encourage you all to go after your dreams. Don't just wait for opportunity to come to you, go to it. Always remember that with new journeys, whether that's starting a podcast, a business, starting a new job, or going to a new school, it may not start off successful. It is going to be some bumps in the road, but just remember that it's about the journey and all the imperfections with it that create your story. Don't solely just focus on the destination of success. You're going to get there. You just have to push yourself to get there. Stay persistent, stay focused, and all else will follow through. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight.